good morning to you i am on my morning drive welcome to the morning drive with yours truly sabrina smith want to talk to you this morning about confronting your giants uh, pastor veronica mason one of the pastors at our church taught us yesterday uh, morning that there are three things that we can um, identify as our giants in our lives when we talk about confronting your giants what are uh, those giants what can you focus in on your life that will help you to understand what uh, in context does confronting your giants means the first thing uh, she said was uh, your giant is anything that can distract your focus from God from God the things of God and the people of God anything that distracts uh, your focus from God uh, the things of God and the people of God the second thing that she says what can be identified as a giant is anything that can detour your focus detour your focus uh, away from the work of God and from the service of God. Anything that uh, can detour your focus from the work of God or from the service of God. And then the third thing, giant, is anything that can uh, drain your passion from God, the things of God and the people of God. Good morning, chat. Yeah, so... Uh, there are three things, um, anything that uh, distracts your focus, detours your focus, or drains your passion um, can be considered um, a giant. And uh, she, she and I both uh, taught Bible study last night. Um, and one of the main things is uh, came, came from 1 Samuel 17, verse 45 through 50. 1 Samuel 17, 45 through 50. And the, the conversation or the, the teaching uh, stemmed from those three definitions. There are so many of us who have the potential and have the desire and have the hunger to do so many things in our lives, not just necessarily in the church, but so many different things in our lives. And we all have our various uh, giants that stand in front of us that get in our way, that distract our focus, that detours us in our focus, uh, that drains our passion. Um, sometimes you'll find that uh, the more you hunger and long to do things, it seems like the, the more you're drained of it, the more you're pulled away from it. And there are certain things in our life, the only thing that I'm going to talk about this morning is to drain your passion. There are so many things in life that have the uh, the power uh, to drain our passion for the things that we really, really love to do. And it is very difficult for, even though your passion is ignited, it is very difficult to accomplish things when your passion is being drained. So you can have the desire to, but when you try to do it, it seems like you just you know, even in the middle of it or the desire right before it, or even, um, you know, right after it. Good morning, Miss Beverly, that you can, you know, your passion is drained for it. You don't want to do it anymore. And that's, there's something that is preventing you from getting past, whether it's fear or doubt. Uh, for me, I told them last night, uh, for me, 
it's a uh, it can be emotional attachment. Sometimes we can just be so attached to people that uh, their uh, their actions or lack thereof can drain us, uh, drain us emotionally. It can drain us uh, physically and psychologically. And it is hard to feel something that has a hole in it. It's hard to fill a cup all the way up to the brim if there's a hole in it. And there are a lot of us uh, that cannot accomplish what we want to accomplish and we cannot be fulfilled in life. No one can love us the way that uh, we deserve to be loved or even they want to love us because we have a slow leak somewhere. There's something in our lives. Good morning, baby. Um, Kita. There's something in our lives that uh, is draining us, is slowly emptying us. Most times, uh, a lot of um, conflict and a lot of stress and a lot of restriction comes in relationships. When you find yourself in a relationship trying to love someone, trying to uh, nurture someone and care for someone and and be with someone who still has not fixed the slow leak from their previous relationship or relationships. As a leader, as a pastor, it's very difficult to be considered a good leader to some people when they're still having issues with their last pastor that they haven't dealt with. So we have to make sure that uh, we realize that some people will never be filled. Some people will never be fulfilled and never be whole because there's something from their yesterday. There's a giant that is draining their passion and draining their love. And you have to be able to confront your giant. You have to be able to... Um, Look at these situations head on and be able to address them. Once you identify what that giant is in your life, what that thing is that's keeping you from uh, pursuing a further education, from pursuing a career or a job or a relationship, then you're able to um, address it and deal with it. And I remember... Uh, when we talk about um, um, relationships, when whenever my husband and I first got married, there was, uh, because I had not healed or, and had not addressed, and uh, even though I had identified um, what my, my, my setback was, I had not addressed the fact of uh, that I was molested at a young age. And so there were things in my marriage, certain... Uh, hand, um, holding hands and those things like that, that really bothered me because it brought back memories of a giant in my life. And there are a lot of times that we struggle in areas, uh, that we have not, because we have not confronted those giants in our lives, the things that, uh, distract our focus, the things that detour our focus and the things that drain our passion. What is it that's draining your passion from accomplishing what you want to accomplish and becoming what you want to be become in life? David uh, was facing a giant that people who had gone before him had lost to. What was going to make him any different? Uh, he, was, he was small in stature. Now he's facing someone that was probably three, four times his size. And sometimes in life, we're facing things that we've allowed to grow. 
We've allowed these giants to grow. They didn't just become giants. They didn't just become things that have the ability to distract us, deter us, uh, or drain our passion or hinder us. These, it didn't happen overnight. We've allowed it to grow in our lives because we've, we've failed to confront them. And there are some things in your life that you're going to need to confront before you can be completely happy, before you can be completely fulfilled. You can't run from these issues any longer. You can't hide from these issues any longer. You can't allow them to just uh, remain up under the rug or remain undealt with. Especially, you're living, you, you, most of us, we should be living right now at the prime of our life and in the prime of our purpose. And we should be able to enjoy the moment and the states that we're in with the people that we're in. And we cheat ourselves daily when we don't confront these issues in our hearts and these issues in our lives and the people who we're around, our jobs, our careers, um, our, our ministries, all of, all of these entities are somewhat cheated when we have allowed our giants to drain our passion. Fix your leak. What is it? What is it that constantly keeps you reverting back to old behaviors that you've left? What is it that keeps uh, letting your mind journey back to pain that you haven't dealt with? What is it that keeps you uh, up at night crying and weeping uh, and sowing and shedding silent tears about? What is it? It's time to confront those giants so that you can move forward and become better. To live the the joyous and happy life that you deserve. I guess that's easier said than done for many. I know it was easier said than done for me for a long time until I realized that it takes confidence to confront a giant. It takes confidence. It takes maturity. It takes growth. Um, and it takes you knowing that if you overcome this, there's so much better for you. The burden that is lifted off of your shoulder, uh, the burden that's lifted off of your spouse's shoulder, when you really deal with whatever that problem is, whatever that giant is. Good morning, Jamel. What is what is what is what is it that uh, what is it that you need to to help uh, relieve the pressure from your immediate family? What what is it? What what is it that you can do? There are so many things uh, that we have to realize we can't change, but we can modify how we live and how it affects our lives. We can change that uh, how we allow it to affect us. Some things are, are, are part of your past for a reason. Um, and sometimes you have to go back, even though you've left it in the past, you got to go back and deal with those things and address those things. Because you will find yourself, uh, if you don't, you will find yourself angry and bitter at people 
uh, for things that you just left in the past versus confronting them or uh, not necessarily even confronting, but addressing some things about your life need to be addressed, not for anybody else's sanity, not for anybody else's release, but for your very own release, for your very own um, forward progression. And you may not be able to address it with the person who caused you the harm. Maybe they're deceased. Maybe you you uh, you don't have c contact or connection with them. Uh, but there's some things about your life that you have to address. And, and no, you can't address it with anybody. You have to find someone that will be able to allow you to release what it is without judgment. And then you have to be willing to receive the information that they're going to give you to help you. Confronting your giant is not easy. It is not easy dealing with the things that had you in bondage for so many years. That's what I really understand about the children of Israel. Even though they were ready to get out of Egypt because of it was a giant for them. They had when they left Egypt, they still had the inability to leave the bondage in Egypt. That's why when they were in the relationship with Moses as their leader, they were not able to respect him and submit to him fully because they were still caught up on their last leader, their last life, where they used to be, how they used to live. And so many of us are unable to completely let go of a life that was not uh, prosperous for us, a life that was not beneficial to us, a life that was not uh, productive for us. And we have to be able to uh, leave and, and, and confront those things. And until you confront it, you're going to still want to go back to it. Because it's so natural for us to go back to things that are familiar to us, even though they're not good for us. So my question that I would like to pose at this moment, what are you going back to that's not good for you? What do you keep reverting to even though it's not good for you? What relationship do you continue to return to even though you know it's not good for you? What environment and atmosphere do you find yourself returning to even when you know it's not good for you? That's a giant that you have to confront. That's a giant that you have to address and deal with. Because the more you go back to it, the more of you, you lose. The more you go back to it, the more self-esteem, self-confidence that you lose in that place with that person. Think about it. How much of you have you lost to this giant? How much of you do you continue to lose on a daily basis to this giant? You're at that place now because you're listening to this message. You're at that place now where you have no excuse to keep failing, to keep allowing yourself to be drained of your passion. 
to keep allowing yourself to be detoured away from the work that you have been called and chosen and desired to do. Maybe, maybe you failed the last time. And that's a possibility. There were so many people who, who fought the Philistine giant before David did and they failed. David said to uh, the Philistine giant, or Goliath for short, said to him, you come with a sword, a spear, and a shield. But he says, I come in the name of the Lord. I come in the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, the God of the armies that you have defied before. David was small in stature. There are a lot of us that you, you may not even feel you have the strength sometimes. You may not even feel that you have the knowledge or the understanding sometimes. But if you confront your giant with confidence, when you know what you're working with, you're not depending on anyone else's warfare. You're not content, uh, depending on anyone else's prayer. You realize that if you don't overcome it this time, if you don't defeat it this time, that it could very well kill you the next time. It could very well cause you to backtrack so far you don't want to return this time. Confront it with confidence. Know who you are. Know whose you are. Know why you come. If I don't deal with this now, how is it going to affect my husband? How is it going to affect my children? If I don't address this now, how is it going to affect my character? How is it going to affect uh, my emotions? How is it going to affect my psychological, uh, my uh, uh, psychosexual even? How is it uh, going to affect my spiritual walk, my spiritual life? How is it going to affect me? How is it going to affect my extended families? So David made a decision. I have to confront this. I have to be confident about this confrontation. And I have to deal with it. Because if I don't, more people die. If I don't, more purposes die. If I don't, other people who are assigned to me, their passions, their uh, purposes, their dreams, their aspirations, their goals die. I confronted uh, several of my issues and addressed several of my issues because I realized that not only was it affecting my husband, not only was it affecting other relationships, it was affecting me. How long will you cry about bad choices and bad decisions or improper conduct and behavior? How long are you going to cry in retrospect about those actions whenever you need to deal with whatever the core of the problem is? It's not that you just want to have sex with everybody. What is the reason why you choose to lay down and have sex without any preconceived thoughts or uh, of what could or possibly happen? Before you take that next smoke, that next inhale, what is, what is the reason why you 
revert back to that? Or why do you choose that as your coping mechanism, even though you know it's wrong, illegal, and unhealthy? I encourage you today, as I finish up this morning drive, I encourage you today, confront your giant, address it, whatever it is, deal with it, move forward. It's, it's time for us to be whole. It's time for us, um, you know, I, I, I believe this, that if you help people be whole, they will have no problem being holy. Whole, W-H-O-L-E. They will have no problem with being H-O-L-Y. So I encourage you today, uh, confront your giants, address it, uh, identify it, address it, uh, move forward with your life and enjoy. These are your best days. These are your best days. Enjoy your life. Enjoy what you have. Time is short. Time is not uh, as long as what it has been. Address them so you can live. Even if this is the last week of my life, I want to be able to live it knowing I'm free, knowing that I'm healed, knowing that I'm loving to the fullest, uh, that I'm, I'm being the best me. As we talked about the other day, being the best me. And 100% living. God has given us, all of us, the power to become. Now it's up to us to get there. You got the power. So the question I ask you, what do you have in your bag? What do you have in your bag of goodies to help you overcome? Have a good morning. Love you. Peace.